Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talented Team Thursdays. We have your host. God's Poetic Child and Kane Spade. Kane Spade. Hey, people, what's going on? God's Poetic Child. Thanks for inviting me to co-host the show with you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Hey, no problem. No problem. I'm sorry. Uh, I almost, uh, yeah, my mind got for a minute there. I was on uh, having conference calls. I just got off a Honey Drip radio show as well. So, you know. All over yeah. the place. I was gonna try to hop over there too, but uh, I was gonna do that after the show. So. Right, I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, yeah, what's the agenda for tonight? So tonight, I'm going to do a poem first, and then you do a poem, and then we wait for the callers to come in. All right. I mean, uh, does it matter the genre? Or are you going to just? Uh, Set the mood. I'm just going to set it up. All right, whenever you're ready. All right, this is called I Have a Dream. I have a dream just like Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream that one day we actually live up to the dream speech he spoke at Lincoln Memorial. I have a dream that one day this world will stop right, this, this violence in this world will stop right now. I have a dream that racism will no longer continue. I have a dream that everyone will start studying scriptures and reading the chapters in the Bible. I have a dream that one day all the Muslims and Buddhists will bow down and pray to God. I have a dream that one day all churches will come together and preach the word of God. I have a dream that one day all women will stop letting these men use them for sex. I have a dream that one day these men will start paying child support for their kids. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream just like Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream that gas prices will keep going lower. I have a dream that the youth will go forth in the works that God had called them to do. I have a dream that one day everyone will stop holding grudges and judging each other. I have a dream that one day gays and lesbians will turn to God and be delivered from that. I have a dream that one day everyone can live in peace. I have a dream that one day the youth will go further on with their education. I have a dream that one day everyone will further on with their education. I have a dream that one day diseases will stop spreading. I have a dream that one day young females will realize that having a baby is not a trend. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream just like Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream. And that's that piece. Indeed, indeed. Shout out to Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, shout out to you. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Y'all got something to say? What do you have for us today? Yeah. I mean, did you want me to follow up with you? Yes. Do you have a poem ready? Yes. All right. The mic is yours. All right, I have a dream as well. Shout out to Dr. Martin Luther King. He did die for our dreams. I do have some for poets. It begins. I never knew I had it. No, it wasn't too late. Guess I finally saw it. The hands of fate. Demonstrate a poet's nature. No, I need no wooden stage trigger. A poetic flow with anger, hate, joy, inspire. Pain and death, insanity. Disarray, delusion, love and loss, rage. Hard to forget. War zone, cinematic. A description of a poet reciting. Turn your ears up. Why I need a mic for is what the vocals are for. Thinking now, this the first time I use my speech this way. Thinking how back in time poets didn't have technology like today. Labels and titles wasn't branded like today. 
Hundreds of thousand languages, only we knew what everybody had to say. Unlimited styles recited on a metaphorical and spiritual level. Lessons in history of poets in the past. Disasters and chaos to see and betrayal. Empires built up, then crumbled and destroyed. All scripted in the poet's piece. A vision of the world in constant change. And created writing many stories, countless names. I don't know if the aim was always fame. Just an urge to get your peace out there so the many who read will remember your name. DSR all day. In peace. Wow, that was very powerful. I love that piece. Hey, thank you. Thank you, guys, for the chat. You're welcome. So we have Brother O on the line. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. I swear to God. How you doing? I'm doing great. What do you have Good. for us today? Uh, I have my uh, famous uh, testimonial poem called They Said I Wouldn't. All right, the mic is yours. When I was born, the doctors predicted that I would live past my first birthday or survive my physical afflictions. When I was two years old, the doctors showed my parents that I wouldn't learn how to talk. When I was four years old, the so-called experts who placed me in special education classes and gave me a false diagnosis of autism told my parents, and I quote, I wouldn't graduate from high school and go to college. Yes, Brother O was told by many people that he wouldn't succeed. And he was told that he was going to end up as a failure. And they said I wouldn't amount to nothing to be nobody. And in their minds, all this is going to be another statistic. And some of these ignorant folks said that I was crazy and off the wall. They were me as a terrorist and said I was going to end up in a mental institution locked up in prison. Oh, yes. But I always said, quit his doubters and haters all of his life. I didn't listen to what they said about me because I was determined to prove these haters wrong and show them that I wouldn't allow their expectations of me to define or determine my outcome in life. My attitude was, as long as, long as brother was alive and breathing, it ain't over until God says it's over. Now, I have a message for Every one of those doctors who predicted I would die before my first birthday. Not only am I a survivor of three open heart surgeries, I've also survived five episodes of regular heartbeat, uh, four episodes of congestive heart failure, and three episodes of pneumonia. Because of my deep rooted faith in God and the knowledge for myself that God is a healer. And, I, and that's why Brother O is called a little miracle. And of course, that's his child, I'm a survivor. And I have a message for each and every one of those specialists who said that I wouldn't learn how to talk. Thanks to the dedicated speech therapist, I learned how to speak. My speech impairments are no longer a hindrance to me. And I have a message for those experts who told my parents that I wouldn't graduate from high school and go to college. Not only did I graduate from East Chicago Central High School as a proud member of the class in 1993, six years after that, graduated from Purdue University, Cademy, and Amman, Indiana, with a bachelor's degree in psychology. And for dessert, brother, I won't be serving the experts in the cake and ice cream because I said to spread their pipe drinks. And the quote, Kumo D., how you like me now? I have a message for each and every one of those haters who said I was going to end up a failure. And I was going to be a fool to fall for their self-fulfilling prophecies of me of being another statistic. Not only am I addicted, yours truly is a prolific writer, a Hall of Fame poet, and, and a three-time author. See, Brother O is an extraordinary brother. Well, he is an overcomer and conqueror. And and like his favorite kid of all time, Rocky Balboa, he is a real-life champion 
and a real-life hero to people. Of course, John Cena, they can't see me because Brother O has risen above and beyond the expectations of his doubters, haters, and critics. Oh, I forgot to all the rest of those rest of those fools that said I was a loony to them and predicted that I would end up in a mental institution or in prison. I'm in my right mind, drama-free, and free from the thoughts and opinions of people. I'm not no Prozac, no cognac. I'm not an alcoholic, a drug addict, and I'm dog on show. I'm not a minister to society, nor a terrorist. And y'all was talking all that mess about me, but I ain't going to even trip now because it's all good. Because you guys were my staircase of elevation and my source of motivation to achieve greatness. Brother O, I'd like to thank each and every one of you just doubt me and tell me I was not going to make it. And before I end this poem, I have one more thing to say to you guys. If you haven't ever happened to see my profile on Facebook, a run to me in the street, one of the poets he said near you. I want you to, I want you to go on my, go to YouTube and look up Brother O at A-Tech High School last year and watched me make a difference in the lives of young people as they were reduced to tears as I performed this piece right here. Because your eyes impeach me blessed and highly favored for the Lord has prepared a table in the presence of my enemies. The quote Nino Brown, my Facebook brother, James Tiger Lewis, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible and Chris Brown, see you. Hey, to be, and I'll holler at you later, partner. And may the Lord watch over you. May the Lord watch over your soul as you and Brother O addition for one another. Deuces. That's that piece. Mm. I like that piece. We um we all got haters. So and we all the way how we respond to that is to is with success. So I like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. We all got haters, man. I do like the fact, uh, hey, man, you put a Rocky Balboa in your piece. That caught my attention. I mean, I always like the way Brother O makes his style up. Much respect to you, man. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you, Brother O, for sharing that and coming on the show tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, next we have New Jersey. New Jersey, you are on the line. Hey, good evening, Smoker Butterfly. Hey, hey, how are hey. you? Great. Hey, what's up, Mocha? Nothing much. How are you guys doing? Good. Just wanted to show you some love. Um, that's for the child. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's so awesome that you have your own show. I didn't have my own show, you know. So, yeah, it's Thank good you. that you have a show, and I'm happy to support it. Thank um, you. You're welcome. I have a piece. Um, it's from Experience, and it's called NYC Problems. <clears throat> Why can't I get there? Delays and chaos running through long streets. See Academy to Port Authority roll by. Not stopping like NYC taxi cabs on a busy night. Why can't I get there? Running through long hallways, silver gate numbers scroll past. Missing the bus by two seconds. That was that. Plan B, Brooklyn, takes the queue. All I wanted was to go home to my Brooklyn state where my bed is warm. Woke up by 6.30 a.m. Eastern time. Jump off of couch into clothes. Will this rat race end? No one knows. Back to Port Authority. Waiting for this damn bus. Your bus will be delayed 30 to 45 minutes. Rumors. Due to icy road, roads, your bus is suspended. Lies. Hashtag NYC problems. Hashtag 
Get out of here quick. Hashtag yes, training station, and peace. Hmm. That was nice. What inspired you to write that? My NYC problems that happened last weekend. <laughs> My friend, um, she kindly left me at the bus station, thought that I was getting on the bus home, but then unfortunately... Hmm. My bus was delayed, and then it got suspended, so then I had to take the, cat, the um, train home. Mm. We all experience those problems sometimes. Not just in New York. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Can you say? Yes, yes. I'm real familiar with Mocha Butterfly. You know, I remember when I featured you on one of my shows, yeah. and there was a there, you know, I noticed you, uh, your style and your genre of poetry, your creativity has been growing. You know, I salute you. Thank you. All right, thank you for coming on the show and showing us support. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. What are you doing? All right, thank you. You're welcome. All right, next we have Texas. Texas, you are online. Hey, what's going on? This is Apollyon. Uh, I'm political angel queen's son. She wanted to say hello to King Spade. She can't talk right now because her voice is hoarse. Hello. How hey, what's up, man? Glad you made it. Most definitely, yeah. I just came to support y'all. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, so what do you have for us today? Well, it's a poem I wrote called Love. All right, the mic is yours. Butterflies up in the sky with love in their eyes, such as the wise, much as the skies, and fucking inside, so the troubling times were thrust in the lies, busted denied, yet roughly derived from twisted device, truculent wise, what is the eye, but the buzzing alive, the luckiest prize, something resigned, the lion is his pride, is just mesmerizing as the fighter, despite the worst igniting burst of light that's pure, writing first a realizable, nightly worth, the sizable thirst of the ficus's birth, fighting the hearts, wide as a curse, likely hurt was the binding of kindly winded church. Bell chiming was designed at church, tiny turf, the lonely control of impulses and the revolt of emulsified remorses of the immortal porcelain hoardness imported the glory of Sophia, he poor but so coarse slots reformed from dust resourceful enough and go by the touches of ordered soul for lords of culture, torture, the horribles rebuffed, the worship disgust is borderless mulch, bastardized masterless and resigned a fastidious surprise, bastards arise and pasteurized after a line adapting and blinded, half the assigned map in line with the last of divine bliss, canonized as a lasting mind wrapped in Twine, trapped in confines, passion refined, the ration supplies, rise to design as they animalize upon a feeding, bleeding, and feeling the warmth, needing a force of immediate remorse, expedient, remedial, and menial work, a congenial torque, and a world of a fortnight drawn by a horse, relieved of its support, speeding the courts of tedious York, reading the source, immediate courts, priestly and scorched, defeating the warp, teething the gorge, trees and the source, pleasing the wars, innovation compounded on renovated dogmatic vibration, emblems surely all bound with elevated resolve, basis to regulate. Of all sapiens, designated a more efficaciousness, we inflamed of all salience of immigrated space aliens, the same valiant, plowing the townships of scouting out and devouring, flowered with the sour and powering, clowning with the towering, finding them scouring for dowries, mouthing proudly, a shadow and doubt loudly, a fire out of the gabbity loud, proudest on dapper couches, glutted garlands, and a button of darling, roughened hard things from puffy and snarling, come crooks and scarred and pungent marshlands, barring bizarre czar kings and nuptial strings and gazebo flings marshlands. And crumbling startets, the numbing sparred lips on humbling hearts trips that come from afar to twist the noblest ghost holds of the holiest rose vault, sword of the salt, sword for gold in the dark rose, a cold within crossed holes is a toll on the trolls road, hope for the cold boat is dope as the small poles, rolled in the skulls holes, and chosen low dough, when choking a no dose, cause the cross would be dodo, a cloak for the hope, I was a rope for the throat glow, clone snow, no, wickedness, nor flick the pain, which is in the brain, stick to the stain, refrain from Sam Haynes' wolfiness, explain to the 
Wayne Lane, Shannon Emphasis, Wicker, Singleman, Point Chains, Witnesses, Appraised Witnesses to the Dame Jenner, Mistress, Cranny, Timonis, Fading by Innocence, and Flame by Genesis, Engaged, Driven with the Galloping Dalliance, the Stagnant, where Valiance harasses the passes, the clashing of apples, the saplings of branches that are entrenched with the sadness, yet fancy the madness of dancing advances and chanting the cabinets of manic and factors, compacting the slackness of transient backpackers, laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing, so tragic. That is the magic. Have at it. In peace. Wow. You know, every time you come on the mic, you sound like you are rapping. Like when you came on um on Voices, uh, Voices um, behind the pins. You sound like you were rapping every time. Every time I hear you. Well, I'm mostly an MC, but when when I want to release it out of the bars, like have it not be confined, it's more poetry for me. But I have other pieces that are more academic that sound more like poetry. But most of my pieces are are challenging for my lungs and lips and tongue. So. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Can you say? Indeed, indeed. Hey, man. It's been a while since I heard you, man. You steady with that flow, man. It seemed like you even got even better with it. You know, we still waiting on the CD, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll be getting it. It'll be coming out soon. I have tracks that can be listened to. On MySpace, I know nobody goes to MySpace anymore, but on MySpace, I have, like, at least 13 tracks. Hey, listen, listen, man. You need to get your stuff on SoundCloud. That's more popular over there, man. SoundCloud. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, SoundCloud or Reverb Nation. Okay, I know my mom's on both those. Okay, yeah, that's the more popular spot. Yeah, check that out, man. Most definitely. Thank you all for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on the show and supporting. Y'all have a nice night. You too. Okay, bye-bye. All right, man. All right, next we have an Illinois caller. Illinois, you are on the line. What's up, baby girl? This is um, CEO, president of the POET Movement and Organization, Black Ice from Chicago, Kane Spade, DSR in the building. What's good, my brother? <laughs> What's going on, King Ice, man? How you feeling? Man, man, it's, it's it's just so much going on with the POET family, but I'm just happy that, you know, our, our, our baby girl, God's poetic child, is holding down things, man, um, and, and bringing something back to the youth, man. I, I really love it. You're doing a good job, um, love. Thank you. That's good. That's good. Now, now, you know, I'll take a request if you guys have one that I can share or I can just do my thing. Which one y'all prefer? I have a request. You have a request? Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> What's your request? If, I don't know the name of the poem, but can you do the poem that you did um, on Monday? Your story or something? Monday, Monday. Mhm. When he was like, "It's time to tell my story." Yes. Okay. That cool. One. That's called that's called mission abort. Yeah, that one. Tes- testimonial piece about things that happened in my life when I was fifteen. Here we go. I remember a time that I wish that I could forget. Yet it's etched in my brain like stone. Sometimes I sit alone thinking, I wonder how many abortions have the women I slept with in my past had because of me. See, Kane Spade, I just felt like tonight on Talented Teen Thursdays was tonight for me to tell my story because for years I kept it hidden deep down inside of me. It's time for me to let it go now, God's poetic child. I want to be free. See, I can't say that I know or recall everyone, but I remember the first. I was 15 years past birth, and I was in love with Pumpkin, a 14-year-old freshman from Simeon High School. Thought that I knew it all, thought that I was cool, but the Bible says... Professing themselves wise, they became fools. So I began breaking rules, ditching schools and cutting class, all in an attempt to get some aspirations to become a rap star. 
Your boy is well known to be cold with them bars, but my heart had me locked up, stuck in a standstill. I couldn't see past this girl. She was like the center of my world, and everything revolved around her. I had never felt like this before. I was even cool with her parents, who for me, kept an open door, but that was all before she was late. And now I ain't talking about for lunch. Talking about no visitors this month. And now we both scared. Wondering what would our parents think. They are the ones who really cared about us and our future. We literally ripped their dreams apart and this couldn't be mended with no suture. But we got to tell somebody. We didn't know what to do. We were only babies ourselves doing what grown folks do without a clue with the consequence. Until we had to deal with the consequence of sex with no protection. And, and it's too late for me to pull myself out of this one because now she's expecting and I'm expecting her dad to kill me on sight. See, my father always taught me to do what's right, but now that I'm on center stage, somehow I've gotten stage fright. So we talked, and she asked, what was I thinking? And without even blinking, I said, baby, I'm not ready to be a father. And see, for her, this only made things harder. So she told her mom who forced her to get an abortion. And along with my coercion, I can only imagine the pressure at 14 she must have been under. Too young to know the procedure, didn't even care. I only wished that she would have made me be there. Maybe I needed it. See, things don't register the same. Unless you see it. And then you can believe it. And now she's left with the permanent scar from a decision that we both made. But she's the only one who paid. Or at least that was what I thought. See, you can run from a situation, but sooner or later, your ass gonna get caught. I felt like it was all my fault. And over 20 years later, my child that was aborted at the age of 15 has now come back to haunt me. My firstborn at the age of 15 was taken away from me. He died from cancer. Too young to know the physical pain of an abortion, but now I know the answer is clear now. I see the picture. And it takes me back to that same scripture. Professing themselves wise, they became fools. But to the teens listening to this tonight, please stay in school. Learn from my mistakes. Don't wait until it's too late. I apologize. I'm sorry. I wish that I could go back, change, and rearrange things. If you only knew the consequences that choices and decisions bring. See, y'all, at the time, I was only 15. And I remember time that I wish that I could forget. Yet it's etched in my brain like stone. Sometimes I sit alone thinking I wonder how many abortions have the women I slept with in my past had because of me. Y'all, I just felt like tonight on... Talented Teen Thursdays was the night for me to tell my story, but for years, I kept it hidden deep down inside of me. It's time for me to let it go now. I want to be free. Mission abort. That's that piece. Mm, that's my favorite piece. <laughs> I like that one. Well, you know, it's definitely um, something that young people can learn from because you know, this is something that, you know, I still deal with at the age of 42, my actions and choices that I made um, at the age of 15. And so, um, you know, when you think about decisions and choices that you make today, you're either going to benefit from them or pay for them the next mm -hmm. five to 10 years. So try to make good decisions, try to make good choices, because they're going to determine what your future is going to be like. Thank you for that. I needed to hear that. You're welcome. Hey, Spade. Indeed, indeed. Boss of P-O-E-T up in there, man. You dropping atom bombs on us, man. feel like, uh, yeah, I still see you as a mentor, man. I mean, maybe think of the first time I called in on a port radio show, man. I, I was all discouraged. You know, I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, man. I was like, I didn't even know what drove me to call in. But after hearing Black Geist and all his members and other callers, man, I was so inspired that I had to keep doing it, you know. And that piece you just did right there is a, a reminder, man. You know, it just took me back. You know, the the beautiful thing about it is, you know, um, the brother mentioned being discouraged 
and not knowing what direction he wanted to go in, but look at him now. You know, he has his own station, the DSR Network, and he has shows on his station that air throughout the course of the week, and he's providing platforms and opportunities for other people to express themselves, and that's what this whole network is about. It's about building bridges, unifying with one another, sharing ideas, collabs, and inspiration with one another so that once we separate from one another, we can begin to duplicate these things that work so well for us and other people so that our networks may be extended and just keep growing and keep growing. I'm proud of you, brother. Everything that you have done and everything that you are doing and everything that you will do, man, I'm proud of you, brother. Hey, thank you, Black Ice, man. I mean, I needed to hear that, man. You know, you're making me uh, give more business ideas and ventures to expand on, man. Absolutely, and that's what it's about, my brother. Thank you all so much. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on the show and supporting. You're welcome. All right. We are getting a lot of callers in. Next we have Southeast Wisconsin. Wisconsin, you are on the line. Wisconsin. Hey, how are you? This is Kay Sarah, the Lyrical Lioness. How are you this evening? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I just wanted to call in and just give you guys the utmost support. I am your poet sister. I'm a member of the poet chapter in Wisconsin by way of uh, Chicago, right, I? Uh, thank you for calling in and supporting. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys are doing a wonderful job, and I just wanted to make sure that you knew, as well as all of your listeners, man, this is a very, very, um, this is a very, very emotional type of thing for me because back when I was your age, I never had an opportunity to participate in something of this nature. We didn't have as many outlets as you guys have now, so if you're listening, take advantage of them. It just makes my heart feel real warm to see the exchange of energy, the exchange of words, you know, and the leadership that's being displayed, you know. I just really want to say I'm proud of you guys for taking the time out to do something positive as opposed to doing the opposite. So you guys keep up the great work. Make sure you continue to chime into it. I just wanted to say just, man, I'm very proud of you all. I really am, and I'm glad that we got a chance to have this show back. Kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was very encouraging. You're welcome. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm unfamiliar with your voice and your name. Uh, could you uh, connect with me on Facebook under the name Kane Spade so I can hear more about you? I sure can. But I'm actually, I'm Kay Sarah, the Lyrical Lioness, uh, but you can find me on Facebook at Kay Sarah, which is K-E-S-E-R-A dot poet at gmail dot com. All right, thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. All right, next we have another Illinois caller. Illinois, you are on the line. Illinois? All right, we're going to keep it moving. Texas, you are on the line. Texas? Hi, guys. This is Open Book. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm What's okay. going on, Open Nothing too much. Just wanted to show you guys some love. Thank you. All right, so what do you have for us today? Uh, peace call, six. All right, the mic is yours. Okay. Sex is a part of evolution, so how can you still act like it's new to this? Embrace it and educate our future king and queens before they fall into our same ways, not knowing because you are afraid to talk the walk. To being responsible can be obtained as long as you're not afraid. Educate your youth of the consequences, the dangers of what awaits if you ever careless and not safe. Teach them what it means mentally to give and receive sex and what they're telling their partner, and what this is the start of. Don't be naive, because this act of sex is evolving, and our children are being introduced to it early. 
Let's talk about sex so the youth understand it can be received clearly. And that's that piece. Mm-hmm. That was that was interesting. I like that. <laughs> well, man, what yeah, inspired you to write that? Because uh, especially in my days, uh, young ladies and men were having sex at an early age, and now in this new millennium, they're having sex even earlier. And I think we're being naive as the older generation that it's not happening. It's happening. If you don't talk about it with your youth or your teens, they can go and do this the wrong, complete, total way. They're going to do it regardless if we want to be in denial or not. So we should just talk to them and get the right information to them so they won't get it from the wrong person. Mm. That is very true. I agree with that. Can you say? Yes, yes. I mean, she gave me a whole different perspective. You know, when I... When some poets I encountered talk about sex, you know, you hear about what they're actually doing. She gave a life lesson. I felt like I was in a health class or something. And <laughs> 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 <It> talk. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you just educated me. I appreciate that open book. Thank you. Yes, thank you for that. Thanks for coming on the show. Anytime. Right. Next, we have Illinois. Illinois, you are on the line. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I think I'm an Illinois caller. This is poetry. Yes. This is yeah, Jonathan Teen Thursdays. Okay, I'm calling in to show my support for the teens as well, and the, uh, those who are part of the organization Poet. Uh, I'd like to share a piece as well. All right, the mic is yours, and may you state your name, please? Poetry. Okay, thank you. It's called Free Man. My son deserves to be a free man. He desires to be an all-he-can-be man. Heightened by his position, being his disposition, black and on his mission to survive the land. My son... He deserves to be a free man, to be tried and tested to withstand his many and inevitable misunderstands, constantly telling he that as a minority, doubtedly, he probably can. My son, he deserves to be a free man. So with vengeance in his hands, he stands to fight with fists begat by white man whom with fear devised a hellified plan. Black on black crime, when y'all gonna understand. I speak today on the behalf of the mothers of man. My son, a man, is. And not a lie. He was not born to be what lighter skins deem his free. He is of black man and he is of me. Born king, leader. Ruler's what he gots to be. Attempted murder on his pride should be Class A, Section 1, criminal offense to man. Now that's a felony. My son, he deserves to be a free man. I refuse to believe what you see in he. Attempted thug, all he meant to be. I will accept him as my leader and my king. Walk side by side as my son summons freedom to reign. My son, he deserves to be a free man. And that's that piece. Hmm. What inspired you to write that? Actually, I have a a 23-year-old son. And um, just looking at the things that are going on in the world today, just not with my son, with a lot of young black men specifically, but men all together, um, they're not surviving. And um, he's in college, he's full-time employed, you know, one of the good ones, quote-unquote. But it's still such a struggle. And um, I wanted to write something that spoke out to the youth and said to free yourselves, free your minds, to reach out and let them know not everyone is looking at them as a thug or, or worthless or, you know, just going to jail and, and, and those sorts of things. Give some, some hope in that area. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Can you say 
Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, she just uh, went up my alley on that one. Consciousness, I mean, I can uh, understand everything she was talking about, man. I seen the youth uh, where I come from, you know. You know, I don't want to bust on their parents, but it looks like they're going in wrong directions. Somebody need to sway them in the right direction, and that's what that piece uh, made me think of. So, exactly, exactly. for that. All right. Thank you for coming on the show and supporting us tonight. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, uh, God's Poetic Child, before you go to the next caller, I got a mm-hmm. message from uh, your POET CEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sent me a message saying, what did you uh, get in the mail today? What did I get in the mail? Oh, I had got um, just Mike the Poet book, and um, it's called Poetic Scriptures. I didn't get a chance to read it yet. But I got it. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, shout out to Just Mike. Uh, I did have a pleasure of hearing him. He was featured on one of my shows, so definitely shout out to him and POET family. Yes, yes. All right, we have another Illinois caller. (laughs) Illinois, you are on the line. Hello. Hello. Hmm, this voice sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes. can you say your name, please? <laughs> My name is Tiffany. Hello. Hello. What do you have for us today? Well, I have a poem. Um, uh, the title is Who's There? And I have never done this before. <laughs> okay. And for everybody who is not familiar, even though I'm familiar with this voice, this is someone who I met at work. And uh, I found out she wrote poetry. And I was like, well, what are you doing with it? And um, she had told me everything. And she said the reason why she writes poetry is because she feels like nobody really listens to her. So this is a chance for everybody to listen to you. And the mic is yours. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, so who's there in the silence of the storm? Invisible lions roar through the night, never seen but always there. Snakes slither on the ground, waiting to attack with with their fangs waiting to embed their teeth into your skin so the injection of their poison can kill you. Bears walk the ground waiting for you to fall so they can eat you for dinner. Hawks are in the sky watching, waiting, and positioning themselves to swoop down at a moment's notice. But none know that the one who passes through, scared of what she does not see, is protected by the one and only I am. She also has a legion of angels taller than the trees to be seen around and stronger than the strongest mountains. Her angels laugh when she is attacked because they take the sword of the word and slash it straight, slash the sword straight through the heart of that being. They want her but can't have her because she belongs to the king. And that's the end. Mm. And what inspired you to write that? (laughs) Because I have been going through a lot of things and I have had no outlet and I have felt alone and depressed and... When I was a teenager, when I finally got out of depression, I said I would never go back there. So the only way for me never to go back there is to express myself through writing um, exactly what I see in my head. Wow. That sounds like somebody I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know what? Thank you for sharing that. That sounds like somebody I know. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, say. Yeah, yeah. I see uh, you hitting some strong points with my uh, my partner right there. <laughs> I'll just say that uh, piece was deep as hell. And, uh, yeah, you definitely did your thing with that. Yes, he did. <laughs> Thank All you right. so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for supporting me. Well, you're welcome. I'll probably oh, end and up. Just to, and just to let you know, you do have an outlet, and it's right here on Talented Team Thursdays. Amen. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome. So. Kane Spade, I got a question for you. Yes, ma'am. All right. So for these last couple minutes on the show, I want to do a discussion. Are you in for it? Well, I want to see where you're going, but yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So how do you feel about depression? Hmm. I mean, depression to me is... uh, Something that, I mean, a lot of people experience. I mean, you're a human. You know you're a human being. You have feelings. You know whatever life will take you. I mean, you can be depressed by certain uh, things that happen, lose a job, uh, you know, uh, a faulty relationship, uh, money problems. Uh, Depression is a lot of things. That's Mm -hmm. what I think about. Hmm. Well... My, I have a little experience with uh, depression, too, but um, I think the best way to deal with it is through writing, and that actually helps in writing this therapy for a lot of people. No matter what you're going through, if it's not depression, whatever, a loss in the family, whatever it is, writing is the number one therapy. Hey, well, there you go. Yes, writing is a very good outlet. <clears throat> I do find myself, you know, uh, being my own doctor and uh, healing my own wounds when I write about certain things. So I definitely agree on that. All right. Uh, we're going to take this other caller. Be real. You are on the line. Be real. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I just uh, chimed in to listen in. I'm not in a position to actually uh, speak tonight. Mm-hmm. What's going All on, right. oh, man? Wait a minute. Hold on. I know Be Real. Hey, man. <laughs> stop hiding and stop playing around, Be Real. Be Real can flow. <laughs> how you guys doing, man? Good, good. What's the topic of the Say that again, sorry. What's the topic of the show? Um, well, we were just talking about what depression was. So okay. do you have any thoughts on depression before you do a piece? Uh <laughs> <I> do a piece? <laughs> yes. Um, well, as far as depression, man, everybody whether people admit it or not, everybody has the time of depression that they go through. Um, I think the key thing is being able to have a, uh, being able to recognize your channel. I do apologize, a lot of traffic right now, but being able to see your uh, your your uh, foundation, and uh, hopefully everyone will be able to recognize that they do have a foundation when they when they're raised and be able to uh, somehow grab some sort of that foundation to. To keep them going, and it might not be anything that you can grab immediate that might straighten out the situation, but be able to keep it going. And my grandmother had a saying that we all go through something, mm-hmm. but the key thing is realizing that you're going through it, and eventually you'll be on the other side of it. You just got to keep on moving forward. But um, that's just a little 
that's my that's my uh, thoughts on as far as depression or any hard times that you may be going through. Um, but um, since you chime me in, <laughs> uh, this is one piece that I have that uh, that really is my um, my uh, focus whenever I get into a situation where I'm where I'm pretty much like in a storm, and mm-hmm. it's that you always have to find something to smile about. And it might not be something that you can see or hold right now, but be able to realize somewhere in your past there was something that you that made you happy. And you grab onto that one thing and that makes you that makes you happy and just smile. Regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what anybody's saying about you, just smile. Because eventually that smile, that happiness is gonna actually uh uh birth some kind of um uh how can you say some kind some kind of uh correction in a matter. But um, this piece is called Smile Again. I think I did it on, online before. But uh, I can't sing, so I'll lay that out there right now. But I do try to uh, have a melody every, melody every now and then. But, oh, man, hey, be real. Don't feel bad. I've almost broke my neck in the shower one time, man, but I'm saying. <laughs> but um, goes, tell me when will I see you? Because it's been a long time since I last heard from you. A while since you last visited me, and I can't help but notice the tears that are rolling down your face and the pain that I hear in your breathing, and your chin is no longer raised. Your eyes have a cloudy gaze. You can no longer take the food that I've been feeding. How is it that you could commune with me for so long but still get stuck in the same stormy season? You used to call me Jairo, yes, I was your provider, but although my soul house is full, you're no longer receiving, Anna. Rofa was my name. I was your healer, but if you're not calling on me, how can I stop the bleeding? Yes, I see you in church with a confidence full of hurt, but you do not hear the words that my servant is teaching you. You do not lie on the people. Sometimes you don't even speak, but this is cause you to stop dreaming. But tell me, when will I see you smile again? You see... I created you, and so I love you. There is nothing in this world that is comparable to you. Yes, I molded you, and I sold to you. My spiritual to you, this disconnect is unbearable. But if you reckon the trees and how they reach out to me, although they are stormy clouds, they know that there is a sun. And like you, the loose leaves, and like you, the drop seeds, but after the season, there will arise another one. I just want you to see what is pleasing to me, thy beauty that you possess within yourself. It's up to you, not me. Although I want you to be free, just call my name so I can help you out. I'm just waiting to hear you, my child. I'm sitting near you like Peter. Cry out, Jesus. Here comes my hand. Yes. Life has been fearful, but life has been cheerful. But put your faith in me because I have a plan. I am your plan. Yes, I am. It's your plan. And together you'll stand like a two-core strand to the end of time. So smile again. That's a piece. Well, wow, man. I mean, be real singing. I was just thinking, man, um, I'm going to end up telling everybody on you, man. Uh, no, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> tell them, man. I'm like, hey, be real can sing. I'm telling Miss Moni, the poet. I'm telling... Uh, <laughs> Who else? Uh, Sweet Tea's Queen, all DSR going to put all the flies up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't, don't do that now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to you, uh, God's poetic child. God's poetic God's child. Poetic child. All right, maybe she having a little uh, technical difficulties. I'm sorry. I was on mute there for a second. I'm sorry. It happened. All right. But um, I was saying that I'm sure everyone that's on the line right now is smiling. So thank you for sharing that. No problem. Keep the smiles going. Thank you. All right. We are going to try to get back to this Illinois caller. Let's see. 
Well, actually, we have misconception on the line. Misconception. Peace and love. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm real good. Glad to be here. Had to stop in, come through at the last minute for you. How's this evening going there? Going good. Thanks for asking. All right. What's all right. going on, Misconception? Peace and love, Cain Spade. How are you, sir? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, God's poetic child, let me come over and do a little mischief, a little DSR mischief. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is special. Well, I am so glad to hear from you as well this evening, sir. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> We're just running across the border and, and into each other everywhere. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that is us coming together. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I know you got some misconception. What you got? I have, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do my tribute piece to Maya Angelou. I haven't done that in a while. I know we all had pieces for Maya at the time of her passing, but we haven't reflected in a little while. So I'll go there. All right, Mm -hmm. the mic is yours. Her words are motivation. She fought through any and all negative connotation. She was a source for positive energy. Reading life in the words that we translate into our own literary pieces, author of so many women's struggles and healer helping many to put together torn pieces. I am inspired heavily by her lessons and her legacy. Yes, still I rise as the caged bird sings, and she taught us how to fit the bill of a woman phenomenally. And we are a product of her victory, influencing our expression, flowing through creative energy, and striving, striving just to simply measure up. Measure up to her style of integrity as we poetically speak. It is Mama Maya that we honor. As she takes her ancestral seat, she watches and lives on, and we honor her in our spirit, through our ink. She's the mother energy in the poetry world, and we elevated her in light, and we continue to remember her shine. Heavenly, through this expression I poetically speak, the cage bird is now released and still I rise to be recognized. Like Maya, phenomenal I must be. That's that piece. That was interesting. What made you, uh, what inspired you to write that? I wrote that um, actually the evening that um, we all found out about uh, Maya Angelou's passing. And um, I just recalled some of the times that I was sent to go read a book, which was my mom always sending me to read a book somewhere. And um, a lot of them were Maya Angelou. Um, A lot of the times that I would see, you know, on television, um, strong images of of elder black women who I felt like, you know, were were some that I would look up to because there were certain things that were said. Um, We have them in our household, but then we have the ones that are outside that we see televised, and Maya Angelou was always one who was always so 100% real. Like, she said everything the way it was. She called it what it was. It was never a question about where she was coming from, and I always admired that, you know, because people would poetically speak but still sugarcoat, but she didn't do that. You know, so I I was compelled to, you know, just kind of put a piece together um, for, for, you know, remembering her, and that was during the time of her passing. Like I said, all of us were on the different shows and, you know, we're calling in and all of that, and we were remembering her, but we haven't since reflected. So I just decided to, you know, pull that one out. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thanks, Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Miss Conception. Yeah, that was a beautiful tribute right there to Maya Angelou. I mean, yeah. Deep consciousness. Hey, what's up? My Ali is on my resume. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate that. Very high compliment coming from you. Hey, thank you for calling in. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. All right, you're welcome. Anytime. Peace and love. All right. Okay. We are going to try to go back to this. Illinois caller. Illinois, you are on the line. Hello? Hello? Hey. 
Hey, hmm, this voice sounds familiar too. Mm-hmm, this is Taylor. Hey, how are you? I'm doing. Um, I was just gonna listen today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I no, have no, no, hold up, hold up. Don't be, don't be <laughs> on the standard. Listen, come on. Break out that piece. Yeah, you can't hide. I'm on the show today. No, I'm trying to edit it right now. I can't read it. It's not finished because I'm on that phone. You can always. You say what? I say you always freestyle. Mm -hmm. Freestyle. Yep, freestyle. I had a couple raps I could spit. (laughs) I'm kidding, though. I don't know. Um. Oh, wait. I said I might have something. That's right. Bring out all them folders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the papers, too. <laughs> I'm trying to see, man, because y'all put me on the spot. I know you got some down. <laughs> Looking for it, don't see it. Sure, you don't want to do a freestyle. Freestyle? Mm-hmm. Just say what's on the top of your head. And I'm nervous, like, for real, for real. Come on, you know you got it, and your poetry is everywhere. She can oh write, too. I don't know why she acting like that. She can, She got a voice. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I knew it. I was going to get her. I uh, hey, no. Mm-mm. Can I just listen to that? I got to wait a whole other week, though. I was supposed to have this ready. <laughs> oh, no, no. You going to let us hang? <laughs> yeah, no, we probably going to leave you on the line the whole night. Well, that's crazy. No, I'm nervous. I don't want to mess up. All right, all right, I guess she's going to be a listener. She's going to leave us hanging, all right. All right. Thank you for listening, though, and supporting. No problem. All right. Jane Spade, I got a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Would you like to close out the show tonight? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, you uh, you want a topic you want to pick or... Let me see. Um, hmm. Do you want consciousness? Do you want to, I don't know what you want to go with. Consciousness enemies. is my. Let's talk about enemies. Something about enemies? Yes. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, hmm. Something about enemies. Let's go down the list right here. I think I do have something. Yes. Now, what's the rating on this show, uh, this talented team, Thursdays? <laughs> I don't want to go all wild on y'all. <laughs> well. Oh, all right, all right. Okay. I got this right here. I'm going to censor this one. I'm okay. going to give y'all the world on fire. Well, y'all won't have the full potential of it, but you'll get the gist. All right. The you ready, you guys, for the Yes, I am ready. All right, once again, the title of this piece is called The World on Fire. goes like this. A lot of people saying they repping their street, their hood. Well, I'm repping me. Call me selfish. But those who are quick to say what they're repping are percentage of who contributing to the community's destruction. Am I considered a role model? I say far from 100%, but given a chance, I'll drop consciousness to enlighten your mind. Drop it rounds about how many holes you banged. 
Flashing cash saying I'm making unlimited bucks. Telling these kids that day out of luck. Think about the message that you present. Look at these videos with these stupid challenges. What's next? Rush roulette, you're the winner if you survive. I'm starting to agree with third world countries as a big percentage of the USA is lazy, is idiotic, is wasting their lives. Foreigners laughing, watching us, wishing only problem was being bored. Wait, yes, I'm repping my hood by selling drugs, smoking my own product, and killing ourselves. Some are quick to pull a race car to get out of jail. Yes, racism does still exist, but not involved in every issue. Think before you swing your fist and ready to start a war for being this Game wars, yo. You better stay in your lane. Take game, no, he's out of range. Nice chain, dude, look lame, die. Whooped his ass and stole his chain. Other countries. I'm hungry. Stop your car, this road. Give me your keys, your money. I want it all. Stand with your family. Buy a ditch, let loose and spray. I'm only 11. Killing with my AK. New recruits get young every day as we learn to kill. On the first day, show your loyalty by giving your own parents a spray. I'm deep in debt, but my daughter got to pay. Now part of human trafficking because a father pissed her life away. Selling people like a bag of chips. Who cares as long as I'm rich? By the end of the day, who in the hell? Want to live this way, DSR, all day, in peace. All right. Thank you for sharing that. And for those of you who don't know who that is, that is Kane Spade, and I am God's Poetic Child. And thank you, everyone, for coming on the show. I appreciate you, and have a great night. Good night, people. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.